Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Everybody, welcome back to Marriage and Martinis. I'm Adam, and here's Danielle. Hi. And I'm so sad that I missed this interview. You I, should be. I love me some Erica and Jamil. Mm-hmm. I I miss them, guys. Next time, please, can I be part of this? Because I I want to I want to do another episode with you guys. I, I miss you. We when I was in New York for this, it was before this all happened, the pandemic. Um, it was, I think, late March. So I hadn't listened to it in a long time, and I just listened to it on a walk. And it was, I, I loved every second of listening to this because the episode, when I asked them to do an episode, I wanted to do it about what, what we want our kids to look for in a partner. Like that's kind of was the premise. It wound up just being this amazing girl talk conversation not to say that I'm glad you weren't there because I'm not but with the three of us there it really was this like intense um honest in-depth conversation yeah like, but when I was listening I was like oh I, I have something to say right I want I have I want to contribute yeah to, you would have <laughs> done you do great with girl talk you would have done great there yeah, but it was it really was um you know and I was listening and I was sort of like oh should I take that out like maybe we went too far with that and I was like no this is like if you're sitting down with your girlfriends and you get into this conversation and you just keep going and you don't stop and you don't hold back and that's what this is and right now in this moment while we're all missing our friends and doing virtual calls it's really awesome to just hear this kind of girl talk and think about it and we bring up so much we talk about so much we talk about we do talk a lot about what we want you know our kids to look for in a partner we talk about um, sex we talk about religion we talk about race we talk about our parents we talk about um, you know our the traditional values that we grew up with and how we want to transition um, into how we want to deal with like those traditional values with our own kids and just so much we got to in this conversation that it really is just girl talk um and I loved it and I hope you enjoy it um Erica and Jamila are two of my favorites I absolutely love them I really feel like I can just be myself with them um I can't wait to see them again I miss them I love them and um go check them out if you haven't already at good moms bad choices and um enjoy listening hey guys welcome to martinis and bad choices oh I like that <laughs> I like that a lot Thank you. I came up with that. <laughs> so we are all here together again, minus Adam. I know. Aww. Poor Adam. I know. I feel like we should have like a dummy or something. <laughs> <laughs> a blow up doll? We should have. We should have done a blow up doll. You know, it's probably safer that he's not here. We can't pick on him and... 
you know, force him. To- he oh. was so upset that he couldn't come. He I mean, he sometimes can't come to recordings. But, you know, with you girls, this was a big loss for him because he he loves you guys so much. We had such a good time in L.A. Like, we, did. <laughs> we had a, an amazing time. I know. Drank way too much. So much. But Ooh. it was still so fun. I know. I wish you could be here and like have a re. A, a reunion. Well, yeah, we, we need to go back to L.A., I think. I think so, too, yeah. Uh-huh. I think so. It's summertime. Come back. Come back. So you guys can have a romantical weekend sunshine. of sleeping? A romantical <laughs> weekend <laughs> of sleeping. Yes, that does sound. That sounds so good. So you guys are in New York right now. Yes. Uh-huh. And you look tired, Jamila. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just blast me, Danielle. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just heard that you've been a little wild, so I have I'm been, just yeah. listen. I just you just look like you might want a nap or something. <laughs> I've been, the, the, the funny thing is, is I am tired, and I've only been like waking up at night, going buck fucking wild crazy, and then sleeping all day. I told her, I said, "You're the most rested hoe of all time," <laughs> but I still don't feel rested. <laughs> you always look beautiful. Oh, oh, thank you, Erica. Got you that. It's something about moms when they go out of town, they automatically feel like they have to like be buck wild because what you don't have your kid. But I'm I'm kind of feeling like I've I've done too much. Yeah, like you've reached your capacity. I've reached my capacity, and I'm like, all right, bitch, have a seat. Are you? I always know it's bad when I'm sweating alcohol. I probably am. Like when my pores start, when I just start smelling like vodka. On the way here, I was just like, yeah, you're gonna have to chill. Meanwhile, I'm like, I'm ready. I've been like, I've been like resting, chilling. I haven't really been doing doing shit while I've been here, and I'm like ready to go this tonight. So you better get your shit together. Okay, I got Uh-oh. captain. Shit. <laughs> Even though I have to be at work at eight a.m. Right. I uh, can't believe I have to go to work at eight a.m. Me tomorrow. neither. They hate me. I don't and we have to do a sh- that to me. We have to do a shoot too. Mm, that's fun. Great. Aww. <laughs> you guys are so cute with your photo sh- shoots. Is this for the podcast? Mm-hmm. We just love being festive. And also just we're in New York City. So we're like, we need some New York. We need some New York moment. I don't know who we New think York we minute. are, like Sex in the City or something. No, I need you guys to rub some of that on onto me because I am like – I feel like we need to do some fun photo shoots. But I'm like, I'm going to look ridiculous. I can't. It's super awkward. I'm not – I'm too old for this shit. Like I feel like I can't do it. You need to do a boudoir, do do a boudoir shoot. I know. I see you girls though with like – you guys have those pictures with like the big hair and everything and I'm always like oh it's so awesome that you guys just do that and you're so comfortable well we just love a costume anytime any we love to dress any like this honestly the podcast has given us so much opportunity to just you know like only celebrities usually can do creative shoots and wear crazy shit and like I'm like oh I want to do a 70s shoot Erica and she's like I'm down let's I'm do like, a black power I'm like, shoot I'm like I have an afro <laughs> so <laughs> this is actually just a real excuse to live out our best uh Director of photography content. Well, you're such good partners in it. If I dressed up like that, I'd walk out and Adam would bust out laughing. <laughs> He'd be like, you can't be serious. <laughs> if we just – no one questions us. Like, why do they have this shoot? Even Nobody they, knows. Yeah, no one knows. They, they really pertain to absolutely nothing. But then sometimes they do. They're like, there's national holidays. I'm like, oh, we have that one photo we took of us drinking martinis. It's National Martini Day. We so, have that one photo it. when we're wearing caution tape over our titties for absolutely no fucking reason at all. Yeah, absolutely. I literally – we I had caution tape. Uh, what holiday is that for? We don't know. <laughs> no, no, that was for like one of our like episodes where we were talking about like how our bodies are – 
dangerous. <laughs> how people always are telling us to cover up. And I was like, oh my God, finally, this actually makes sense. I had no idea what I was going to use this photo for. I just had caution tape at the office and I said, fuck it, put it on your titties. You can, oh you can, ima- you can imagine how many stupid, naked, wrapped in each other's arms, lesbian looking photos. Do you have, we have one with like a, a like, a, like a, a, a silk around us and you're like holding me. <laughs> We haven't posted that one because that was just too weird. It. It's no, I, too weird. Someone posted it and we're like, where the fuck did this come from? <laughs> All right. Now you have to post it now that you talked about it. I need to see yeah, that. Yeah, we're, Adam and I are going to do that. Yeah, oh, my God. It's so strange. Oh my God. We're going to wrap should, up in like a baby blanket. You should let me and Erica um, create a shoot theme for you guys. Okay. Well, yeah. If you guys come to LA, we'll do we'll, – we'll hook you guys up. We'll come up with a whole theme and right, – We'll do what we did last time where you'll just you, – you'll get us liquored up and then we'll do whatever, totally do whatever. Do it. Like you got me to smoke pot last time. Oh, remember? yeah. Oh, my God. That's right. <laughs> we're, like, we're like, it's fine, Danielle. Everybody's doing it. <laughs> it was. We're like, the, we're like the people our parents warned us about. Right, right. Oh, man. I was trying to see if I could find the photo, but no. But like, see, like weird shit like this. Like, what are we doing? Why? Oh, but you're we, so cute. We look like we go together. We don't. <laughs> oh my god! Although it's people so adorable. would, people always think we like are lesbians, and like people always ask us, like, have you and Jamila had sex? I'm like, bitch, come no. to the live show and find out. Maybe <laughs> 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 we only divulge these things at the live shows. Yep, I've been to the live show. It's all it's cracked up to be, man. I, I was so happy that you that we were able to do that in Atlanta. That was so fun. It was so that fun. was really fun. I know. I want to do that again. Please invite me back. Well, speaking of moms, we were going to talk a little bit today about um, what we were kind of thinking about. I was thinking about it from a different perspective when I when I mentioned this topic to you guys. I said maybe we could talk about what we're hoping that our kids look for in a partner because right now you guys are sort of like you're in the dating scene. Unfortunately. Well, <laughs> all right. Although I have a little bit of, you know, I'm a little envious of that at Don't times. Be. There's nothing I mean, happening. not really, really hypothetically, hypothetically, but no, really it sounds awful. It's fucking awful. Okay. But <laughs> being married can be fucking awful. I agree. I agree. <laughs> but it's, it's, I think as you guys being in it right now and dating and me sort of having been married for almost 20 years, I, I think it's interesting to hear how those two things um, might affect what we're hoping, you know, our kid looks for in a partner because we're Adam and I have sort of been kind of a traditional couple in a lot of ways that I'm almost not. Well, we'll get into it, but I'm almost hoping my kids don't go that route. Mm-hmm. So it's just, yeah. I heard. Do you know Ronan Farrow? Are you guys obsessed at all with the Harvey Weinstein case? No, no. Oh, you need to be. <laughs> Okay. I can't. And you need to listen to Ronan Farrow is um, Mia Farrow and Woody Allen's son. son. Yeah. Okay. And he's like amazing. But anyway, I, I'm obsessed with him. So what does I, he have to do with Harvey Weinstein's case? He's the one who uncovered – the. he's the one who like brought out the Harvey Weinstein case. Oh, he did? Oh, him okay. and um, the two in from the New York Times, um, Jody Cantor and Megan Tui. What, these just, women were like whispering these their secrets to Ronan Farrow? Well, no. Ronan Farrow was um, – he was the one who like really started interviewing all these people for M- NBC News and NBC shut it down. Mm. They were like – they killed the story. And his book is called Catch and Kill Evil. because they catch the story and they kill it because they didn't want to deal with Harvey Weinstein and all this stuff. Wow. So – then he brings it to the New Yorker and they're willing to – they were willing to do it. But he's gay, Ronan Farrow mm-hmm. or whatever. And someone was interviewing him the other day and he said um, – they were like, you want to have – you know, what do you, you want to have kids and what are you hoping for them in light of what – you know, what's been going on, you know, whatever. And he's like, look, he's like, I just want my kids to be able to fuck everybody. And I was like, 
Yeah, I kind of I can agree with that. Yeah, safely, like, safely. Right? Yeah, but 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 as someone who you know my like the trajectory of my life has been so kind of like straight and narrow that and I you know I live in this like small suburban town and you know we're not in the city and we do live in a sort of a more right you date you, you court you date you marry you, mar- you get engaged yeah. you marry you have kids because you've only had sex with like two people right correct and which then, I'll, always blows my mind i know that hasn't changed yet danielle i'm not, you know dead, yet. I'm not dead, dead yet i heard that baby <laughs> we still got time unfortunately adam's not dead yet you either. haven't brought any, <laughs> you haven't brought any of those other <laughs> housewives <say> over <laughs> well that's what i'm finally gonna be able to do i'm gonna be like all on so, so as finally Adam, able is, to is Adam still uh, like against the threesome? Wait, someone sent me this uh, meme today, uh, and they were like, "What do you agree?" Did with? I write it? No, oh. <laughs> no. It was actually no. It wasn't even a meme. It was like some article where um, I guess the husband. The wife has terminal cancer and she – oh, yeah. Terminal cancer patient leaves husband to have good sex before I die. Oh. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. I think it's And I said – I said I would do the same. <laughs> right. And she said, I get it. I get in her situation. But why leave? I was like, because I'm not – Dying having mediocre sex, <laughs> right? Duh. And but but like but so many so, so many mean, people though, do. She's saying that she's that her husband that it's mediocre sex. Damn. Well, shit. She ain't got much time left. It's no, no I know. more bullshitting I allowed. Know. You know. I mean, we can be like, let's. Uh, we can stay married. Can I just go fuck some good day over here real quick? You know. So Life if you is- get married again, is it going to be an open marriage? You think? Uh, I do want to get married again. Uh, I, well, I've never been married. I was engaged. Oh, right. I always, I always get that mixed up. I felt like I was, I was basically married. Yeah. Um, but I, so, I want to say that no, I don't want to open marriage. I want a, a relationship where we can communicate because I do like women, and uh, but I also like men, obviously. And I'm assuming my husband likes women because he's with me. And <laughs> I think most of the time, men, you know, they, their fantasies are have a lot to do with like threesomes and things like of that nature. But. Also, threesomes are usually, you know, two girls and a guy. And I don't always want to just have sleep with a girl. I will say, though, because I'm such I'm such a deep lover and I'm such a hard lover, I could very well be fine just fucking my husband. Maybe. You if know? it's not mediocre. If it's not mediocre the rest of my life. I could. But I want to at least have a relationship where we can discuss it that if, if something changes and that we maybe like we do where our needs are not – maybe not that our needs are not getting met but we've been having sex for 40 years. Maybe we want to try something different. We can talk about that. I like – and I think – I, I'm really good at. I'm fine talking about that. I think a lot of a lot of it has to do with men not feeling like they can actually have that conversation with their wife or their girlfriend, thinking like she'll leave me or she doesn't really mean that when she says that. So my hope is that I find a partner where we can discuss these things. I don't want to leave my relationship open, open because I feel like that leaves a lot of room for error, in mm-hmm. my personal opinion. Um, but yeah, that's that's kind of how I feel about it. But you, there's no part of you that because you, I know you say you like women, but you only picture yourself being married to a man. Yeah, no, no. I, I don't think I could marry a woman. She okay. likes to have sex with women. She doesn't want a relationship. Okay. With yeah. What did you call me before? She's um, by curious. No, no, no. You called me something else. What was by it? fun. By fun. She's <laughs> by fun. She's by for fun. That's what she is. <laughs> All right. Good. I agree. Uh-huh. I am too. I think a lot of people probably are. Oh, it's pre- situational, I think, like depending on the person also. Like I think a lot of times people are just are attracted to the person. Yeah, that thing. that's me. So it's like a situational type of attraction. My for women is sexual. That's all. I'm not mm-hmm. really – I have no interest in 
being in an emotional relationship mm-hmm. with a woman. I've been there. I've done that. Yeah, I've let, I Jamila had, was certified. I'm in that le- with myself. Jamila was certified <laughs> lesbian for most of her love life. Yeah, I've, I was mostly a lesbian. I, most of my relation, my real relationships have been with women, but now I, I don't see myself like marrying a woman because it's just too much. So I'm good. I've I've had my lesbianism and I'm I'm cool. But I never say never. Who knows? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> mm-hmm. This episode of Marriage of Martinis is sponsored by Best Fiends. My eight-year-old son and I are in constant competition while playing Best Fiends. He's always checking what level I'm on or how many of those cute little characters that you collect along the way. That's one thing that's so great about this game. While there are challenging puzzles, it's a casual game that anyone can play, no matter your age. And Best Fiends updates the game monthly with new levels and events, so the game never gets old. Engage your brain with fun puzzles and collect tons of cute characters. Trust me, with over 100 million downloads, this five-star rated mobile puzzle game is a must-play. Download Best Fiends free on the Apple App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R, Best Fiends. All right, so talking about what you think for our kids. Do you think about this? Do you sort of like think about – well, because your well, kids I are – I have a question for you. Yeah. Like, because – okay, so well, I was talking to you know my daughter's father and t- saying to him like my daughter – our daughter, my daughter, um, <laughs> she, you're her first love. You are the first man that she has ever loved and – that is, you know, a beautiful thing, but also like you are going to set the tone for what she looks for in a relationship with a man. And it's really important, like the things that you tell her, the things that you show her, the things that, you know, that she sees that you do. And I think like for like you've been married to Adam for, you know, over like 20, 20 years. Almost. Do you, is Adam the type of man that you would want your daughter to be with? Or is that... It's just he is he the model or is it something different? Um, well, first of all, with my daughter, you have to say person because we, you know, she's still young and everything. I don't, I'm not, you know, we're still figuring it all out. Mm-hmm. But, um, but is he? I don't think that she can separate him from him and me. And I think that there have been times in our relationship where our kids have certainly seen us in a really bad place. Like there, there was no getting around that. It, you know, it was screaming and it was dorm slamming and it was him leaving and being gone for the weekend. And, you know, where's dad? You know, there was no, like, where is he? Poker game only lasts three hours. Like, where was he for the rest 72 hours? Mm-hmm. So there are certainly when they, I think when they think back, there's going to be a period where they're going to think about, yeah, my parents definitely were not happy like you know and i don't know how that's going to affect them and i think that that is going to maybe i don't know only a therapist will be able to tell but (laughs) but certainly though they're also going to be able to say there were also really good times and um you know and they're going to be able to say they worked it out like they did it and they were happy a, a lot of times also they're i i listen do i want my kids to go through what adam and i went through no, of course not. Nobody wants that for their kids. But I also think that – I say this all the time. Life is long until death do us part is a really long fucking time, you know? And if you are going to actually take take that vow – not that I think everybody should stay married because I don't. I think for sure there are plenty of couples that are better off apart. But if you know somehow that you're, that you're better off together and you're, you want to get through those times, um, a little bit there's – 
there's no way to avoid them seeing that realistically. Like I know people say I don't fight in front of my kids, but come on. We all live together. It's almost sometimes unavoidable. Yeah. Yeah, And I'm not the type of person I can't – I'm not going to like whisper fight. I'm not going (laughs) to pretend – like I scream. I'm going to slam doors. I'm going to call them in. Whisper fight. Just what I do. (laughs) Yeah. Or text fight. You you motherfucker. Yeah. So there's – that's going to take – there's – there's definitely going to be a part of them that's like, okay, I've seen a bad marriage for sure. They've seen parts of us. But but um, I don't think – my daughter and Adam are so different. In some ways, they're alike, but they're so different that I don't think she's going to go out into the world looking for someone like him. I don't think she's going to go out in the world looking for someone who's not like him. Mm-hmm. But she is so her own person. I think of the five of us as a family, she is so like – independent and unique and, you know, just has her own thing Mm -hmm. that I think she already in her mind has a sense of what she's looking for, you know, Mm -hmm. and it's someone way less traditional than Adam. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. I think that like our priority as parents, or mine at least anyway, for like setting the tone or example of like who I hope Luna eventually ends up with is just to – I think when you when instill self love and self like then you'll then you'll just automatically want what you deserve. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like so all those traits that like you know someone loyal, someone trustworthy, someone romantic. Like when you when you instill like self love into your child, they're not going to settle for anything less than those things. I think because they'll be aware of themselves enough to say I value myself, so I deserve these things. And so maybe you know that it's that because. I think about when you said that, Erica, about how our daughters are, you know, the dads are the first um, men that they love. Yeah. And and what they see is like their first impression of like romantic love or whatever. And I remember thinking like about my mom and she's similar to you, Danielle. Like she was 14 when she met my dad. He was 17 and they've been like – that's probably most of the majority of what she's known. But she's also like super, super – emotionally dependent on him and when i was growing up i just thought it was so weak mm-hmm. <laughs> i just thought it was some we- weak you know and like that could very well play into do how they do everything together it was like she would go to the store and couldn't make a decision like what cereal should i get and i'm like girl the fuck (laughs) like honestly like i mean i'm not you 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 know when you develop a relationship that young sometimes you don't take the time to develop your own personality and your own self you there's no self-awareness because you've only really existed in this relationship and i think that's doing yourself a huge disservice um i mean obviously you can grow together look at you and adam you've done you know you guys are doing well and you can recognize when shit's fucked up and go back but like i think my parents have such like a crazy relationship that I'm just like maybe had you taken the time to figure your shit yourself out then those things wouldn't you know what I mean there would there'd be less craziness in the relationship so I I just I hope that whatever I'm instilling is just that know know thyself because that's by far the most important no one can come in and manipulate you or you know what I mean treat you terribly because I think that's how a lot of times we get in relationships that don't serve us is because we don't we don't love ourselves yeah we don't know our worth we don't know our worth I mean shit look at me I'm just slutting it up in New York City (laughs) (laughs) um just kidding but are you having or are you enjoying it um yeah 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 Mm -hmm. but like are you is it the type of thing where you are you 
the next day are you like, why did I do that? Or oh, are you yeah. like, I just, or you just Definitely. go with it? Oh. Today I'm like, well, why did I do that? <laughs> Didn't need to do that. Don't. Right. But, you know. Like well, upset I, with yourself or move on? Well, well, I think like that's the reason for our podcast too is that like, yeah, we are, we are the, um, we are the result of a lot of our parents' decisions, right? Like we, we're, we or, talk a rebellion, or a rebellion against it. I think, it, I think it, yeah. it's both, but like we, you can't help but also pick up some things. Even as much as you rebel against some shit, you sometimes I look in the mirror and I'm like, oh my God, I'm my mom. Fuck. Not fuck. My mom's an amazing woman, actually. But like there's things though that I didn't really fuck with growing up where I was like, I'm never doing that. And then there's things where I'm like, oh God, I, I guess I forgot about that part too. Like I, 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 yeah, I don't really like that, but I guess it's here and this is part of my DNA now. Um, but it's just, it's a lot of unlearning things and like <clears throat> even like I'm not going to sit here and say like I have like I'm I'm a hundred percent honoring myself all the time that I know myself worth constantly. It's something I'm very upfront and honest about that I'm really working on, and it's something I that- love. You had a quote about unlearning that I love. About being nice to yourself. It takes a long time to unlearn. Yeah. I mean, it took this long to like, you, you, you get in this, I, you get in this, you've been basically not loving yourself in some ways, disrespecting yourself for so long that you, it, you have to t- give yourself time to unlearn that shit. It doesn't happen overnight. It's not, a, you don't read a quote and then suddenly, you're good. Shit's cured. You're you know, now. like yeah. you have to put in the work. You're going to fuck up so many more times before like you break that habit, that habit of like, oh, like fear of missing out or like, oh, God, like let me fuck this guy that like I know doesn't value me. But like it's it's fun for the moment. And then later on you feel like shit, you know, because you've been doing it for so long. So you could do that in a marriage. Too. I, did, I did that for two years. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> I was like, why am I having sex with him? He's such an asshole. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's my husband, too. Not I'm, that that's why you should. But, you but, well, then someone. you think that, yeah, but you feel like, yeah, he's my husband. I should. Right. A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. So I think it just takes time. Um, and like for me and my – like with my daughter, um, you know, I'm because I'm still on this journey of self-love and learning to love myself more and more because I think in my last relationship – you know, I didn't really. I didn't. I had no idea what I wanted to do with my life. I, my whole role in that relationship was really to uplift him. I felt like, um, and I really kind of shrunk myself. And so I've been in this space of growing. Like I had planted a seed when we broke up, and uh, a little like sprout came out, and now there's like flowers. And hopefully, you know, in the next few years there'll be a whole fucking tree. But like, I'm still on that journey. But I still have a kid, you know, so I'm trying to show her that like, yes, you must respect yourself. Thankfully, our kids are five. So, you know, they're still pretty young, but they're at this really they, – they're young, but they're at an age now where they notice every fucking thing. And I want my daughter to, yeah, obviously not not place her value in another person. I want her to – when she does fall in love, like, you know, if it doesn't feel right, go with that. Don't – don't make excuses, you know, because I know I do. I still do. I did. I still do. I'm trying to not do that, you know, like and ignoring the red flags like, oh, that was just that one time. Oh, like it wasn't that bad. It's okay. And then like you wake up like six months later and you're like, you're a fucking asshole, you know, like let's just not waste time. I want her to be with someone who respects her, who empowers her, who is excited for whatever projects or things okay, that she's yeah, doing. What, I was going to say, what does that look like? What is like a partner empowering? Because I know that you guys have – you recently put together like a bucket list for your own partners of – not a bucket list, but I don't know. What, what was it? Like a manifestation Yeah, it's like a manifestation list like where we wrote down every single thing like down right. to like – 
he better own, own house, plants. own plants, like <laughs> – Likes to like, no, Adam owns plants. It's so annoying. You know why? <laughs> because he doesn't do shit in the house, but those damn plants, man, are so well Wait, taken care of. So, he, so there could be lights out all over the house. <laughs> there could the be, plants are, the pl- are thriving. The plants are perfect. Our kids like haven't eaten in four days. <laughs> plants are doing Plants fine. like a um, perfect green. <laughs> That's hilarious. He has his little spray bottle. Uh-huh. Um, being so, I love you, Adam. We love you. We love you. <laughs> love you. Um, it's girl talk. Yeah. Um, I think for me, empowering for me feels like you know, letting her be who she is. Don't not trying to change her to be more suited for you. Um, if she's you know starting something new, like maybe she's interested in you know she's trying to figure out what she wants to do with her life and career wise supporting that showing up for her asking her about it these are things that like i didn't get in in many of my relationships like interest in what i wanted to do which which made me feel like am i because i didn't have a lot of self-worth it made me feel like is what i'm doing interesting he doesn't seem to care but if she had the foundation of like i know my worth paired with a partner that's also empowering like just imagine like the things that she could do or that I could have done had I had that and I'm I and I think I'm on my my way now you know I'm in my 30s now and like you know we got to start some at some point but like I would want her to have those tools early you know I look at some of my friends that did have those things and like they're just they're just a different type of of women they walk with a different type of confidence and um yeah, so I just want her to be confident, which let me tell you, she has no problem. <laughs> right. <laughs> she has no problem right, right now. <laughs> right. Um I want her to I want my daughter to have good sex. You know, mm-hmm. and like some people might be like, What you want your daughter to have sex? Like Yeah, yeah. eventually they're gonna have sex. <laughs> I want might her, as well be fulfilling. I want her to have sex for her own pleasure mm-hmm. and not for the pleasure of the man she's with, because I did that most of I'm just now have like I was having sex for other people for most of my sex life, period. You mean to to please them? Yes. Mm-hmm. To please them, to show them like why I'm valuable, you know. Like that she can't do it like this, or like maybe if I just do it a little harder, you stay a little longer. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Like that, huh, Erica? Just I think like they're that. usually done quicker like that. <laughs> but um but yeah, like just and yeah, I just I want her to really and, and also I want her to feel like she doesn't need a relationship, you know, that uh-huh. it's it's an it's just a plus. It's not like necessary, like, you know, like you don't feel incomplete without a person. And that's also, I think, a lot of times, especially with the generation before us, where I've actually had to talk to my parent, well, not my dad, but my mom a little bit. She would come over and she would say to my boys, she'd be like, oh, do you have a girlfriend? Or And I used to be like, don't – it just, just – no, just yeah, just chill with all that. Number one, don't put it in their heads that they have to. It has to be boy girl. I you know I don't know. I, I don't like to. I don't want to put Play, that. Right. Thank you. Um, but also just let them just. Be and figure it out. And oh, we have to, you, you know, we, oh, I'm supposed to like somebody at this age. And, then, and now my daughter's in high school and, you know, a lot of kids are dating. And if she's not dating, then she feels like she's somehow behind. And it's really, really hard. Mm-hmm. And you to like, okay, are they supposed to be keeping up with everybody else? But you tell them to be at their own pace. But it's, it's a, 
it's really hard. It's a lot of I can only imagine. We're not even yeah. there yet. But I think about me. You know, well, actually, recently, my mom. There's this little boy next door to my mom, and he's the same age as my daughter. And she kept calling him Irie's little boyfriend, and I was getting so fucking irritated. I was like, stop calling her that. And then to the point where like. Irie knows that and now like whenever she says his name like she gets a little shy like it's something she's not supposed to do like I'm like you want to go play with like Zach and she's like I don't know <laughs> and I'm like what the fuck what right. do you mean do you want to play with him or not like is like and so I, and even on we we're FaceTiming yesterday and one of her friends said we were sitting there. I was like, oh, yeah, there's a little boy, Irie's little boyfriend. And I said, please stop that. And my mom was like, she doesn't like when people say that. And I was like, yeah, I don't. I was like, because wh- why? Why? First of all, she doesn't even know what the fuck that means, but she knows that it's something like that's supposed to be secretive or that's something a little naughty or that – I just don't like that we implant these ideas in these kids' heads early on. They already have to watch movies where there's all princesses princess, and yeah. princes and that like we need to have this power couple dynamic in order to like be – to win or to – You'll be saved once you get a man. To right. have the fairy tale. Like you need two. It never is just one. You know, it's just – I don't want that for her because, I mean, even for me, like, I, I I was promiscuous at a young age. I always felt – and promiscuous and also felt like I always needed a boyfriend. Like, that made me feel important. I totally. Feel special. Yeah. Like, I have a boyfriend and you don't, you know? <laughs> I didn't think it just like that, but, but you know what I yeah, mean? Like, yeah. I have someone who loves me. I have someone who's c- checking in on me. And then when I didn't anymore, and that's why I always jump from relationship to relationship. This is the longest I've ever been single in my life. And it's only been two and a half years. Like it took me – it's still taking me time to like get used to not having someone to call. But those are narratives that so society plants in us since forever. Just like you said, Disney fucking movies and the goddamn prince and being saved and all this shit. Like as women, there's such a strong narrative that we're, we're being fed that we're not even realizing we're being fed that – you know, to to be married and to be wife material is to validate us, and that makes us important, and that makes us secure. And in reality, it, it's it, I just it's such a fucked up thing because I mean, shit, like you said, we're in our thirties, and I s- still struggle with that. Like I'm I'm here in New York, I used to date a guy here, and I'm you know, Erica's like, don't call him, don't call him, and part of me is like, I'm just sledding it up, I want to call him, you know, like because then that is for me, I'm I'm, I'm literally expl- as much as I fuck up and I'm doing like wild random shit that I probably don't. <laughs> need to do i'm still working through it and like being rational with myself and i'm like damn what is what is making me want to call him what about that situation because obviously it didn't work out that is making me want to track back but it is it's this thing of of comfortability it's this thing of feeling security but that's a that's a that's a fantasy. It's not real. But, you know, I'm feeling validated, feeling loved by someone. My friend's right here. We're staying at the hotel together. She loves me just fine. <laughs> but, <laughs> but still, I'm feeling the, the the need and the want to be wanted. And so it's just like it's such a heavy uh, – I think it's such a heavy, like – responsibility as moms especially to daughters to um undo that narrative and really go deep into that because constantly when they step out the house and you walk in the media and everything else and socially when you're in high school your peers your friends your grandma the people are going to and reinforce that false narrative you know and even for us like you said we're we're working out of it fucking 32 and it's going to probably take some more a lot of time before i you know before we're completely it might take for, uh, forever, you know, because that's just how, as humans, I think we 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 want 
we want romantic exchange. We want companionship. But in reality, I think it's so much more – it means so much more when you've first done the work on yourself and then you go seeking the partner. It's not just for validation that you're seeking the partner. And I just think it's like we have a lot of work to do. <laughs> I'm doing the work and but also trying to not – and trying to start a new narrative for my daughter. And I'm ho- I hope – I mean I hope that she find- – I'm, I'm really interested to know what kind of man she's going to date or woman. Who knows? You mm-hmm. know, I have no idea what – what she, what she's like, what she likes, you know. But she's also <clears throat> seeing that she'll be just fine if she's on her own, mm-hmm. because she, you, both your daughters, see that you guys are in so many ways such successful, thriving, you know, like amazing humans, and I think that's really important to see. Also, that that if you're not happy, you don't stay in a relationship, and you go off on your own and you make something of yourself for yourself. And a little bit, I, as someone who did stay in the relationship when it could have gone either way, I also want my kids to know that you don't always – that that is not – you can – I think a little bit when we were really – when we were really in our worst point, had I had – my parents are so – I was, I want to say happily married because I don't, you know, I don't, I don't know, but they're, they have a really like, they have a really strong marriage. Not the marriage I would want, but it's a really strong marriage. And I think the thought of going to them and being like, I, I couldn't make it work. I, not that that's what kept me with him, but I think a little bit that pushed me to stay. Um, now I am glad I stayed, but you know what? I think I also would have been okay if I didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, not at first. I think it would have been a shit show of at course, first. Of course. But um, <laughs> just because I literally had nothing else. I had, you know, I had no job, I, nothing. But I also want my kids to know that if one day they, they have to come to me and say, it didn't work. You know, you threw me a wedding or you, and you, you know, you, you supported me with this and I thought this was the one and now it's not. I also want them to know that I'm going to say to them, if it's not the one, then you you let it you 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 don't always have to stay. Sometimes it's worth fighting for. Sometimes it's not. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous to your contracts, they said, "What the f- are you talking about? You insane Hollywood ass." So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. And I think that I, it's almost in some ways really awesome that your daughters can look at you guys and say, okay. I'll be okay if it's not, or I'll be more than okay. And I'll put, you know, you're both like, you you have other stuff going on. And well, I think that's amazing too, that you're, that you, you are providing that space for your, your kids, you know, especially because they've seen you in Adam's evolution and they've seen the, the downs and they've seen the ups and they know that you've stayed and that you're happy that you've stayed, but that like also, if, if it didn't work out with someone that they're with, that they could tell their parent, because I get it. Like you, it's, your your parents probably would have I I don't know your parents at all but maybe they probably you have to listen to the episode I'm assuming they would have supo- I'm, assu- <laughs> I'm assuming they would have supported you maybe like maybe at first they would have been like are you sure yeah they um, would have but there would have been a shame associated yeah. with it there right. definitely would have been a feeling of and maybe that would be m- me more putting it on myself mm-hmm. but I think there would have been a 
my brother and my sister are still married. You know, there's what was your idea? What was your ideal man? Like when you were before, like before you and Adam got married, even maybe before you dated, like what were you looking for? And was that was was what you were looking for dictated based off of your father or based off of like what your parents said you should look for in a man? Like, how did you come to the idea of like, OK, this is what is this is what it is. OK, so here's where things get tricky for me, because a lot of what I, I knew that I had to marry a Jewish guy. OK. I like for my not for me, although back then that's one thing that's changed for me is sort of like I thought I would want my kids. I thought that I would be saying to them by this point, you know, being 14, 11, whatever, I thought that I would be saying to them, to them, you know, oh, it's important to marry in your religion and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, and, and I'm, I've so, that's so not even in my, headspace anymore, which, my, oh my God, if my dad's listening to this, he will freak out. But <laughs> but as somebody who was raised, I was raised pretty religious. And that was something that I thought, well, that did influence who I was married. And I was like, oh, well, Adam is Jewish, but he's also super cool, really fun. He likes to party. You know, he's likes nice things. He's a little bit of a bad boy. Like, he, I, so I was like, so I can get the Jewish and I can get the other. I mean, in the meantime, like my – and everybody out there, because I know people are going to be like, don't tell people not to marry in their religion. Dude, you do what – you do you. Like whatever is good for you. But I think that a whole fucking ocean of people would have opened up if I didn't think I had to marry right. in my religion. Right, right. And I think it's hard enough to find somebody – that you really vibe with and, and you know, and that I don't – I almost don't want to say that to my kids. And now we have a whole other thing. I mean, now we have – you know, I mean, there's always been politics to think about. But even especially now, people are so divisive on things like politics. And mm -hmm. I, I think that there's so many more things you need to make sure that you can have a good marriage with. And then – in my opinion, what I thought would be so important as religion. So, so when you say, "What was I looking for?" A little bit that that was always so that in the forefront. So that filtered every. That was the that, that was yes. filter number one. That was filter number one. Well, mm -hmm. first of all, that it had to be a guy. I never, in my wildest dreams, thought I could like. You know, um, that wasn't even on the table. Not even on right. the table. And I'm not blaming my parents. I don't, I think, had I come with them and like been dating a woman, they would have had a hard time with it, but they wouldn't have disowned me or anything. I think it was almost just me is not wanting to. <laughs> right. <is she> <laughs> <laughs> well, it's society too, man, woman, like other things. Yeah. Other, the other is way too difficult. Why are we doing that? Yeah. Now? And and even Adam didn't – he didn't go to college. Well, I knew that for my parents was going to be a huge thing alone, that you know that he didn't go to college because everybody in my family went to college and everybody – my dad was a doctor and we have a lawyer and we have a dentist. And, it, it, you know, it just – I was already – even though I wasn't really deviating from their, their desires, I was being a little bit rebellious in comparison. But um, yeah, so – I knew that I I I thought that I wanted I think I think I saw my mom when I was growing up very comfortable. Um she had like kind of a great schedule. <laughs> <laughs> Nail shop, hair shop. Right, right. Mom. Like Fridays was like hair day and a, a little bit I 
I, de- I never had career aspirations. But I you wanted, had to go, but you knew you had to go to college. I knew I had to go to college. But you didn't. Have, but other outside. Well, I think my dad wanted me to have career aspirations. Okay, okay. I think I just didn't. <laughs> um, yeah, I never. There was never anything. That's why I like. It's amazing that I like fell into podcasting because you know it's just how. But I, I, I didn't know. Um, I, I didn't. I didn't know, I think, how to see myself without a man who could support me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And now looking back, of course, he we wound up having financial difficulties and everything anyway. Mm-hmm. So you don't really know what you're going into. You, you only know what you're going into in the short term. You, have, you can't foresee what the long term is going to bring. Right. So, um, yeah. So I, I – what I was looking for, as much as I love where Adam and I are, and I love, I, I, we're not. I don't. I think I would have maybe done better in those first fifteen years with someone different. I love where we are and what we've become, mm-hmm. but it's been a whole lot of work. Right. Yeah. Um. What was it? <laughs> <laughs> so, so so when so when I think about what I want my kids to, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I, what I want them to look for is so much different than if you had asked me 10, 12, 15 years ago. Right. It has completely changed, I think, a lot in due, like, due to what Adam and I have gone through. Mm-hmm. And also feeling like I don't I, – I want them to look more – I want them to have – I want them to have a more consistent happiness. You know, not – not have to maybe fight for it quite so much as much as we had. Is is having someone who's financially secure like something that you hope for? Mm. Or does that as long as they have someone that they love and that treats them well? I guess it depends on their personality, my, my kid's personality. Mm-hmm. You, like I, I think that some people don't need that. I don't want – trust me. I want them to be secure enough that I don't want them to like – Call you for shit. Exactly. <laughs> I don't want them moving back into my house. <laughs> you know, like I you know, I don't want them going into crazy massive debt if they can but, – but do they need to belong to a country club and eat at fancy dinners and – no. <laughs> <laughs> that would be nice but – Yeah, I, I – I, yeah, I think that it depends on what they on, on what they need. You know, it might, I have two kids who are very into the arts. Like I, you know, they might end up being starving artists. I have no idea, mm-hmm. but they're passionate human beings. So it depends on who who and what. And yeah, yeah. I think it's just bottom line. Like whatever makes you happy, you have to rec- like recognize that nobody else's opinion matters, you know, like even unfortunately, like, like not even mine, you know, because we all, we all have our own idea of what we want, you know, and like our parents did for us. But at the end of the day, if you're not happy in in that, then fuck it. You know, I I just want you to be a happy individual and I I, I support however that looks, you know, you know, what's funny too, is that my like with my mom, like I remember early on when I was dating people, even she, she, I think this was more so like, yeah, like when I was around like 20 and she started more so imposing, you know, her ideas of what I should date because I'm now in my 20s. I'm not a teenager. Like maybe I'm going to start dating someone long term that could potentially be, you know, a long term partner for me. Um, finances were really important to her and she would always mention it. And I would get so annoyed because I was like, I am not shallow. I don't give a fuck. Like as long as I love him, I don't care. And like I just – if anything, I rebelled against it even more. It was like something that was so not on my radar. I did not care about. Now as a 32-year-old single person who has a kid, it's one of the most important things to me. 
Like I need someone that's financially secure. I want someone that's making more money than me or making the equal amount or if not, definitely equal, preferably more because of – because I need help. (laughs) Right. <laughs> you know, and also, but would you keep your finances separate, or you would put them together? No, we're putting them. If, we're, if he has more, we're putting them together. <laughs> if he has more, <laughs> if he has more, but we're not, not joint, the, but the, joint bank accounts, baby. <laughs> but not the other way around. Um, I'm gonna have my own offshore. You want to have a separate? Offshore. <laughs> I was just gonna say, you open one in Switzerland or what? I have a secret account. Um, but it's just funny how that how that changes. You yeah, know? like that's what she wanted for me, right? And I rebelled against it, and then so I came life around, is expensive. and now I'm like, all right, you're right, mom. I think you're right about that part. Um, right. And so, yeah, I mean, I, I don't want to impose any of my my big thoughts on Irie. I just I just want her to be respected. I want her to feel loved. I want her. So to- you don't want like a guy who wants to be a stay at home dad. What for her? Yeah, yeah. Like, let's say, and you, or let's say, you guys have another kid, or you know, me personally. Do I want to stay at home, dad, or for her? If he came to you and said, "I, I, I, I want you, you're you're killing it in your profession. I'm going to stay home, and I'm going to do the laundry and the dishes, and I'm going to take them to school, and I'm going to do their homework with them, and I'm going to." Did be- he or did he retire? He has like a big. He's already like he has a big bank account already. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's just staying at home. I'm just kidding. Um, Does I'm, he have a trust fund? Right. right. <laughs> Is he, he, he did very well at the stock market. Um, no, no. Um, for me, like, I'm very turned on by a man that is uh, well respected in his field. Um, so no, I mean, like you could be a well-respected, well-respected stay-at-home dad, but we all know, par- <laughs> but we all know, parenting is a thankless job that no one gives a fuck about. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So, so no, I for me, I don't really want a stay-at-home dad. Uh-huh. I want, I, I, I love a man that works and let you know is killing it in whatever field he wants. It motivates me, mm-hmm. and I, I am like, I don't know how to sit my ass down. I'm constantly working. I don't know, and it's unhealthy to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um. But I, I need someone that is that's doing that, but also can tell me to like, okay, I would love a man that'd be like, I got this. Just go chill for a second, okay? Like we're okay, relax. So no, I don't think I could do the stay at home dad. Right. I um, dated someone, and I was having like three jobs, and they weren't doing much. And I was like telling someone like, at least if his house skills were up to par, it would be better. Mm-hmm. House is not that clean. There's food. He's waiting for me to get home to figure out what we're going to eat. Like these are the things that should be done. But I mean, and even if he was doing an amazing job, I think the same thing as Erica. Like I am, I almost like function in a, <laughs> I don't want to say competitive way, but like, yeah, if, my, if you're getting up and you're going to get that money and you're working out or whatever the fuck you're doing, you're doing a great job. It's going to motivate me to want to do the same, you know, and I, and I, I need that because I am, I'm driven and I like, I like nice things. I like your mom's schedule seems pretty nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was. It seems, that schedule seems it ideal. It was, yeah. But yeah, I mean, but I also wonder if there's a part that she looks back at and it's like, oh shit, I, I mean, I, you know, I, did I really want to be a stay-at-home mom or maybe I could have killed it at something or I think she fell into that and she got really comfortable with it. And right. Yeah. And I think there is a part of that that is really nice. But but I also feel a little bit bad that she never had her time to shine, you know, that, that because of when she grew up and went to college and what women – she's in her 70s now. Right, so she right. was growing up really, you know, in the 50s and it was a 
oh my god, a completely different. That's what the, that's what everybody was doing. And yeah, if, if you were at work, everyone was looking at you funny. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think at the end of the day, like every everything works. Different shit works for different people. You know, mm-hmm. if if you're making all the money and your husband's you know, killing the game, staying at home. Yeah. And that works for y'all. Cool. You know, like who the fuck am I to say otherwise? And that even applies to my kid. Like, if absolutely. We- That's just me. I, you know, Danielle asked us what our opinion is. Oh, Whatever. No. Anybody I know else. you guys are an anti stay at home. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. like no. whoever's listening. Yeah. If you're, of course. if your husband's at home killing it, you know what? More power to well, him. Well, I, uh, yeah, I think that that would be, I hate, I, I always said I wanted to be a stay at home mom, not realizing I'm a terrible stay at home mom. Like, <laughs> I guess I'm I'm okay at the mom part, but the stay at home, like the the housework and everything, I fucking hate it. Like, why did I want to be a stay at home? I didn't get it. You, forgot, I, you, know, you didn't. You forgot about that part. I forgot about that part. I was like, oh shit, no one's doing my laundry in high school. <laughs> that's all I wanted to be a stay at home mom. Yeah, that I was like, like, what do you want to be when you grow up? I'm like, rich and stay at home. Right. Take care of the kids. I mean, and obviously that's. Uh, Kardashian. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's what I wanted to be. I just wanted to like do whatever I wanted to do and yeah. like everything would be taken care of. And, and, there, and I think, fuck, like I wonder if a part, cause I like to work and I, and I'm creative and there's things I like to do and I like money, but I wonder if a part of that, a part of me is like, is it the, the conditioning? Because I thought like, yeah, the stay at home mom is like everything you clean. I thought that that was how I would like, if I'm good at c- cooking, if I'm good at cleaning, these are still my, my strong points. And this is also a commercial if you want to date me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I thought that that validated me to be a good wife, like good wife material. This check, check. This is what, this is what you do if you want to get taken care of. And I don't, I'm trying to think how much of that was sh- like shaped by society and how much of that was, was my idea. I am getting all those things. You know, I could, I could do all those things, but would I have really been fulfilled doing that? Probably not. I'd be bored as fuck. Mm-hmm. How much can you clean one house? You know, I, I went on this. I don't know if it was a date yesterday. I met, I met with someone. <laughs> went, I went on a meeting, and he. <laughs> <on> a meeting? <laughs> How romantic! And um, and he asked me if I could cook, and I said I like paused, <laughs> and I was like, I don't know if I, I don't know if I want to answer that. Uh-huh. And he was like, Why? And I was like, I don't know why that matters. Mm-hmm. And he was like, because, you know, I'm bitchy when I'm dating. I'm so mean to men. Um, and he was, I don't want to answer that because like, it's offensive. Not, what? Well, yeah, trying to get to know it, you, bitch. No, because then I said, um, I said, well, you know what? Yeah, I can cook. I don't really enjoy it, but I can. And he goes, you should tell people that. What? That's what he said. So to that me. should be in your fucking profile. And I said, why? He's like, because that's like that's an asset. I said, well, can you fucking cook? And he was like, yeah, I can cook. And I was like, well, is that something you lead with? Like, is that part of, like, why you're the shit? I was like, because cooking is not the reason why I'm the shit. Okay? <laughs> like, yeah, I can cook. But, like, the fact that you think that's an added – that brings value to it's me. It's that old school. Well, you should have said it. But also, not can you cook. Do you enjoy it? Like, do you love do you like it? Yeah. Are you passionate about it? And then he's like, yeah, next time you're here, I'll, I'll go get groceries. You can buy whatever you can get. We can get whatever you want. I was like, nigga, I ain't cooking for you. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I like, but I like, I like shit like that. Like, I like to put down in the kitchen and be like, yeah, you like that? You, you see those? You see those? You see how I made that meal? But also, it's probably a lot contributing to like, I think men want to see and hear that shit. And that's fucked up. Well, clearly they do because he was like, you shouldn't hide that. And I was like, fuck you. Like, that's why I didn't want to answer you because I knew that that's what you were fishing for to see if that was a quality that like checks off your list well and, and it checks off you need to be able to cook too because a i like I, to i want to cook together and also you need to feed me 
<laughs> was this someone who you met on a dating app? No, no. Oh, no. Someone you knew? Someone I knew, oh, yeah. Right. Wait, okay. So so what are stereotypically like make like or qualities, wife qualities for women? Cooking, cleaning, bearing children and like what it's for men is just like bring home the bacon? <laughs> right. Yeah, kind of. Well, and uh, you know, opening handy, doors. Handywork around the house. And like being, so, you know, chivalrous. Okay. Yeah. 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 So, all right. So here's a question. We're talking about like what you want for your kids. What are deal breakers? If they bring somebody home, what are like what are certain deal breakers like that you just cannot get past? If if I feel like you like, I would say disrespect, but like uh, normally someone isn't going to be straight disrespectful to you the first time you meet them. But there are little signs like, are you like going to look at me in the eye and shake my hand? Like those type of things. Like I get like if you're nervous because I'm intimidating, but like. I just I feel like I want my daughter to be with someone that like values family. So like really understands that if you're going to be with my daughter, like you're going to join our family at some point. So like nurturing that relationship with me. So if someone is like very just like comes and picks her up outside, always just comes up, pulls up outside and my daughter hops, hops in the car, never comes in, says what's up to me that um, that's a deal breaker for me. You're hiding something. Mm -hmm. I don't like that shit. Um, which is funny because I was in a relationship like that. You were hop- hopping in many cars. <laughs> so no many cars. Hopped in so many cars. Bye, mom. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, right? Um, so for me, that's that's definitely one. Um, and look where how we ended up. Just single. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What about you? Um, a deal breaker. I yeah, respect is huge for me. I I've been in relationships where I the the respect was non-existent and that shit is for the birds i like and i think a lot of times it has to do with like their relationship with their parents i okay if i go on a date and a guy there's issues with his relationship with his mom or his dad depending on what it is it's kind of a red flag for me because sometimes i feel like if you or if if a guy is like obsessed um, with his mom oh my god no that's a no it just reminded me of this story there's this guy oh this and he is inc- like crazy close to his like his family. He's also like forty nine years old. Like his sister and his parents and his niece. Okay, you sound like a bitch. Okay, well, <laughs> how did he's forty nine and he loves his family? <laughs> what the fuck? Deal breaker. Let's start over. <laughs> Let's start over here. It's not that he loves his family. It's just an extreme. Like you said, it. It's like that Friends episode where um the guy. Do you remember the oh, where he like is with his sister twenty four seven? They like sleep in the same bed. I think stuff. that's him. That's I think him. it's weird. Uh-huh. I do. There's some at fucking forty. You have some fucking boundaries with your goddamn sister, and. It, it's, I mean, it's sweet. It is very sweet, you know. Like, but also, is it? He's like, oh, you. Oh my god! I hope he never listens to this in life. <laughs> you remind me so much of my sister. I, you know, because your style, you're so beautiful. And then, oh my god, uh, I'm going to hell. You kiss just like her. No. <laughs> no. I was at his house. I was at his house and I saw, oh my God, some panties on the bed. And I was like, are those mine? I'm like, those don't look like any (gasps) panties that I own. Oh no. So I look at them and I'm like, they're a medium. I don't wear a medium. Like, I have a small butt. I have like a small, extra small butt. All right, keep going. I'm like, 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 whose panties are these? I was like, you have panties in your body. He's like, oh. I thought they were yours. They were about. They're on the. They're on the floor. They're my sisters. <laughs> <laughs> In his defense. 
defense, his family comes and stays at his house when they visit a lot. So they leave stuff there. His, his mom. Were they like granny panties or like they were, sexy? No, they were just regular like a Victoria's Secret, uh, you know, pink little Uh-oh. whatever. But Maybe I, they were his and he just didn't want you to know. He does not fit medium. But also, yeah. he's just like... <laughs> Also, he, it was like even like I've known him for a while. There's also like I was asking him because they're so close. Like, do when you date, do you bring women around your fucking posse, your sister, your mom, your dad, your niece? And he's like, yeah, they're you know they're real picky, they're real particular. Like, I'm not fucking being interviewed by you, your goddamn sister, your niece, your mama, right. and the dad. Like, I'm not I'm yeah. not with that shit. Do we vibe? Are we like I need a grown ass man at the end of the day. Right. I don't need approval from your fucking sister. Mm-hmm. And if I do. I'm cool. Like, I'm not going to be all nervous meeting your sister because you guys, like, kind of low-key go together. (laughs) I'm not. (laughs) I think it's weird. I do. I think it's weird. I I also dated a – I went on a date with somebody else who's a a part of our, like, our friend's friend circle. And he was living with his sister. And it's sweet. But also, like, I think you guys need to be independent individuals as adults, you know? Oh, yeah. Break off. Yeah, no, it's nice to be close, but no, definitely an obsession with a parent is or a mom with a son. That's that can be hard because then you're constantly feeling like you're competing. Yeah, and I don't. Yeah, yeah I don't want to do that. And she's fucking calling you forty-seven fucking times a day. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I'm triggered. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also trying to think of like what other things would be deal breakers. I mean, because I think uh, hopefully I'm nurturing a relationship with my daughter where she'll be open and honest with me about her relationship and tell me things. Um, so like. The one that I shared was one that I felt like, and like initially, like if he's she's bringing him home, and I can kind of tell that off of the off the bat, like first few dates, right? But like in the long term, like is she calling me crying all the time? Mm. Is she? Um, do I see like her light being dimmed? You know, like these type of things, like and, and is, is it in correlation with this relationship, or is there something else going on? You know, right? Um, at some point, man, between middle school and high school, it's going to happen. And then also thinking so like, hard. are you just being a little – are you just being crazy? Right. Because you could be the problem too. Right. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> right. You know, That's right. the problem. Parents don't want to admit when maybe your kid is the problem. Right. 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 Or you're, and, and, and middle school, high school, we all have been there. We were all the dramatic. Oh, my God. We were all oh my God. I, I think about like my first love, our break, my breakup was so dramatic. Just so much crying. Dark room. Like – didn't oh. want to go to school, mm-hmm. like just crying in the shower. All the lights had to be off. My life was over yeah. and over. Oh my god! And so, like, oh my god, I just had a flashback. <laughs> so serious. life was so over. I need to transfer schools. Like just so fucking dramatic. And yeah. I, I will say, like your first heartbreak, it, it hurts a lot because you have no like point of reference, you know. And I wish I could say it gets easier. It doesn't really. I mean, my last my last heartbreak was fucking. I was gonna say tremendous but that makes me think of Donald Trump. Tremendous. <laughs> what? He Wait, always, did you guys watch Love always, is Blind? He always says that word. I, On Netflix? I, I started watching oh, it. Oh, you have to watch Everyone it. Everyone is obsessed. Please watch it and then text me. You have <laughs> well, to I start, watch it. Well, I started, it. okay, I only saw when um, Carlton left. <laughs> oh, no, no, you got to keep going. It okay. gets so much better. Tonight's the reunion episode and I'm like, I'm like watching the clock because I'm like, I got to be is home that why you can't? Is that why you can't go to dinner? <laughs> reunion episode I have to be home I have to be home but um, I was gonna say a deal breaker something that sounds really stupid but I I think about my kids and like how um, we're a huge animal family like are we dogs and stuff like everybody is like obsessed if they brought home someone like who like hated animals I would be upset 
I really would. Who I hated be, animals? Yeah. I would be like, because my kids are super, is your dog still alive? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Speaking, of, speaking of pets, is that blind dog still pushing? She's still alive. She's so cute. No, but seriously, I think I would. I would personally be upset if like they were gonna, they were going to marry somebody who was like, you can't have pets, you can't have dog. I know it sounds so dumb, but it really is something that would bother me. Like I, we are such a like obsessed, like a dog obsessed family, and they love animals so much that I think I would be like devastated if they had to. Go. I mean, I, I know it's not as like bad as some other deal breakers, like losing their light and shit. Yeah, but you probably judge them and be like, well, you don't really, you're not very caring. Do you feel differently for your expectations for your um, your son and your daughter's mates? Like, do you want your daughter, your son, to only have a woman that can cook? Ah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, he's never had one thus far because I don't. So, <laughs> Will you guys um, order out. I mean, yeah, we do like a lot of chicken nuggets. <laughs> I need to come over to your house, right? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I cook a little bit, but not really. No, we eat a, we add a, like a lot of DoorDash and stuff. Okay, yeah. um, it's a different. Yeah, it's a different kind of responsibility because I need to worry more. I mean, I have to teach them all about consent and everything, right? And especially today, that is such a it's it's such a different talk than it was even 15, 20 years ago. I mean, it should have always maybe been a little more hardcore than it was. But I have to think about more. I I guess I more am worried about, granted, I don't want my sons to have their hearts broken either and everything. But I guess I also feel a responsibility uh, to, to teach them about like respect and you were talking about, you know, you don't want somebody dimming your daughter's light and everything. I don't want my son being that person. I don't I, – I want them to feel a responsibility for how they treat a woman. And I also want them to see how Adam treats me now compared to what was going on five years ago and, you know, and um, yeah, I, I think that – that they need to realize, and my daughter too, obviously. But as a guy, I guess I a little bit am putting a double standard on it. That I think that I need to teach them a type of respect that I think an emotional availability that comes more naturally to my daughter. Okay. That they, you know what I mean. I don't know that they are going to seem be as emotionally available naturally as my daughter is. Right. So, yeah. So You know what else I think about, too? It's Okay, so this is not a deal breaker, right? But, like, <clears throat> you know, this is not a deal breaker, but it would be something that I'd be like, hmm, okay. Uh, you know, me and Jamila are both black women, and we're raising black daughters. And, you know, just like your family, you know, wanted you to date a Jewish man. My family never was like, you must date black or, you know, my mother, I'm, I'm also Latina as well. My mom's Mexican. Never was that even a conversation, really. Um, I just saw my mom generally only date black men um, and she's Mexican. Um, and I think about my daughter, if she brought home a white guy, like how that, what I would say. Obviously, I wouldn't be like, what are you doing? Like, no, white men? Like, no, I've, I, no, that's that's not what I would do. But I would probably be like, huh, okay. I really have armed you with so much black power. <laughs> what happened here? I'm I'm really curious. Like what? Like even like my brother too. Like my brother and my brothers mostly went to um, my brother's younger than me, and he has generally went to mostly white schools. Um, and now he goes to Howard, which is you know an HBCU. And he's never brought a girl home, so I have no. I don't really know what his type is. So I but I but so I think about like what what would be my daughter's type. 
even when it comes to race, you know, and what would that make me feel like? You know, I want to say that I'd be like, whatever, but I can't, I, there might be a moment where I'm like, why didn't you, you don't want to, you, sh- mm-hmm. you sure? sure? You know, like you didn't, you didn't, oh my you, God. You, 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 no, no black I, men, no black women. No. Okay. Never. Forever. I, do you, okay. <laughs> do you think, do you think with that being said, it, it, damn, I never thought about this. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, I honestly, you really haven't thought about this. No. We're five year olds. Unless, well, but. Well, there's two. Th- okay. I, I was thinking about this when I was 10. <laughs> no, but I, 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 I'm to interject. Trust me, if they brought home someone who happened to be Jewish, I would be happy because. Okay, what if they brought home a black person? I would be totally fine. I swear to God. What it's, about your parents? Um, would they be whispering about them at the Thanksgiving? Well, there's going to be, you know, there's a, there's a lot of things. Listen, my my brother is married to someone who's not Jewish. I thought my dad would freak out. He he absolutely loves her. Then and, and you know they have a fantastic marriage. And my dad loves her. I, also I didn't give my dad the credit he deserved. I guess. No, I think Jewish men have more have more freedom than the maybe women. you might be right. That's a that might be part of it. But no, but I think that that my that she's awesome and they have a great marriage and my parents saw that and she's a wonderful person and you know and uh, no i don't know if they would because i there have been things that i thought my parents would freak out about that they haven't but um but i don't i i don't think it would be easy just you know just for listen like i think that i don't know your parents but they probably have a conversation about it just like i would have a conversation right about right it. Absolutely. you know because it's something yeah. different but like, yeah you know they'd be like oh shit okay wait, well and as as they get they older <laughs> let me let me say this also as they get older as my dad especially gets older i feel like he get he's getting more and more restricted about it like he instead of his mind opening up whereas i feel like my mom's is opening up i think my dad being such a religious person who for so long wasn't able to like give into that passion of religion because he was working all the time and everything. I think now he feels like he's making up for lost time. And I think a little bit he feels a responsibility to make sure that we all understand how important Judaism is and we go back for thousands of years and this and that. And he's almost like preaching from a mountaintop a little bit now. Well, that as he gets older, I think he, you know, just naturally gets more serious because I feel like people when they get older get a little bit more serious sometimes. But I also think that he feels like he's running out of time to like save the Jewish religion <laughs> save all the Jews. seriously but, that i think that he he definitely feels like oh my god what if I, my family loses its judaism yeah you know what here's the thing i obviously whoever our kids bring home and they love them i'll love them great i don't i think okay in the black community i think there's not enough of that i think we have we there's been such like historically we we we're not provided in america we're not provided the um the like the gift of knowing our history um prior to slavery and it's because slavery is such a dark history there's a a lot of it is subconsciously we're we've inherited self-hate you know like even as a latin a mexican woman or other places people who, who migrate here you still have your religion and your language and and you know knowledge of where you're from and who you are and i think because as black Americans, we lack that. A lot of times in our community, it's looked at as better. Oh, date someone else. Mm, I don't agree with that. I think a lot of I'm not done. Okay, go on. (laughs) I think, I think like 
like I, I know a lot of people I went to high school with Jews, Russians, Russian Jews, Israeli Jews, and that has always been what their parents haven't encouraged, and and, and sometimes a lot in an unhealthy way. I've seen like my friends get beat about dating black guys, and I was like, oh, that's a little crazy. But I think that like with black people, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with saying I want my daughter to, to like to date another Jewish guy or another Israeli guy. I think it, I think that's cool too. If, if you are take pride in what you are and the culturally that makes sense. You're going to understand each other. Now, should you cut your kid off if they don't do that? Absolutely not. Right. You know what I mean? But I, th- I, 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 I like black love. I think it's cool. Also, but if Luna brings home like a white guy, am I going to be tripping? No, but I'm, you're going to, you should be able to take a joke. We're going to make jokes about it. Yeah. I think that uh, gender plays a role in the black community when it comes to what, what you're, what you're bringing home. I think a black mom does not want their son to bring, Back. The son gets nervous about bringing back bringing a white woman home to his mother, whereas in the other way, a daughter bringing home a white man is a little bit more like, oh, okay, well she's marrying, she might be marrying up then. Oh, like it's, no, it's I a, agree, it's I a agree little different. So, I I don't know. I I don't want to put those things on my daughter. I want her to love whoever the fuck she wants right, to love. Right. But I can't can't say there won't be a moment if that happens where I'd be like, oh, okay. I mean, and yeah, I think we all have to pause. I, listen, there's going to be so many things that they get, they're they're going to maybe bring somebody home that's different. You know, than and I'm not, would. and I'm not as a black woman think like because because maybe a white family and having to you know having a, a black male or female come into their family and having that conversation. Do, do, do I think they're racist? No, because we, I'd be having the same fucking exact yeah, conversation. Right, right. So, I mean, I think these are like uncomfortable conversations that, you know, people have and we're just having it because, you know, yeah, I we, never we, want we're, we're not on a, we're not uncomfortable, yeah. but I, I'm sure people listening, like they probably experienced this or they're experiencing it right now. It's okay. It's okay to yeah. have that conversation. Um, it's not okay to disown your kid. Though. Yeah, <laughs> and, it, and it is. It is important, I think, to say to your kid if some if my kid brought somebody home who wasn't Jewish, I would definitely need to say to them, "Well, you need to figure out how you are going to incorporate that into your life." Right, right. Does this person like if you bring home a, a, a guy that's not black? There's there's things that I, I would hope that you would take the time to yeah. explain history, and, and there's there's certain shit that I hope I don't hear John say at the dinner table. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, oh my god, remember in um, Anchorman too. <laughs> Remember when he when he's dating Megan Good? No one know what the fuck. Sorry. <laughs> well, first of all, famous- Anchorman Two. It's not even. No one knows the sequel of any movie. Anchorman is a famous movie. Yes, it's Will Ferrell. What the two, fuck? not so much. <laughs> oh my god, it's so funny. It's there. He, she brings him home, and it's like a black family, and he starts saying like the most inappropriate shit, and it's hilarious. Um, anyway, I, now I gotta watch it. You have to. All right. Well, we unfortunately have to wrap it up. Um. Thank you for having us. Thank yes. you. I always well, love God, thank you, you for having me. Now you know. Now we're officially we're we're um even bester your friends because we've been on three coasts, been in Atlanta, oh, yes. L.A., and New York <gasps> together. Oh my gosh! Yes, we oh. are a um national bester your friends. Oh, sorry, <laughs> I gotta, I gotta go back to that. <laughs> I just made it up. Thanks. <laughs> um. All right. So where are we gonna meet next? I know. Vegas, maybe. Okay. Ooh. 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 Let's do Vegas. Danielle in Vegas sounds like fun. It is fun. Danielle is. Super fun in Vegas. I feel like we'd be like hang, hung over, like the Hangover movie. <laughs> I know. My favorite place in the world is in Vegas. <laughs> what, what, what is, is that? It? it is called the Pepper Mill Diner. Oh. And you go in the back room, and it's mostly old people on ventilators. <laughs> <laughs> 
everyone is smoking cigarettes and they play the Temptations and there's red vinyl couches Mm -hmm. and nothing has been touched since like 1972. And is there food there? Is it good? Yes. It's good? You wait in the back and drink and smoke while you're waiting for your table, which is like an hour and a half wait because the food is so good and everyone's so hungover that everybody goes to the pepper mill. Um, And it is – it is it is quite possibly it is like what you know what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas but like this is my place where I just go and am so unhealthy while I am uh, there. clearly if we're all smoking yes Can but we smoke weed in there Jesus you I don't know you know Can I don't you smoke, smoke weed in Vegas yet no oh that's I think you can slow. Can you? not in the casino I don't know what about the pepper mill. Maybe, Maybe pepper, pepper mill. mill. Boy. <laughs> pepper mill, here we come. Yes. Um, but we, I will take you there. Okay. And I will pay for your eight ninety five bacon and eggs. Ooh. You are so fine. <laughs> so sweet of you. All right, girls. I love you. I love, I love you. you. All right. Mwah. Mwah. Wait. Wait, should we, what? Should we tell them where to find us? Oh, yeah. Where, <laughs> I'm like, hold on, bitch. Where can, <laughs> we got some shit to say. Where, can, where can we find you, ladies? <laughs> you can find what us. What apps are you on? So you can find Hinge. our podcast. You can find oh, us on Hinge. Oh, no, I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> That was a joke. That's I, a dating app. I deleted all my dating apps. I know it's apps. a dating oh. app. I deleted them all. Um, Are you spiraling? Is that what it's called? I know that term. Spiraling? Yeah. It's like a what, millennial term. Is it like what I'm Where just, you delete all your apps because you like feel like you can't do it. You can't date anymore. Yep, and that's you me. Yep, I'm spiraling. Keep, okay. Totally spiraling. Um, See how hip I am? I'm so wow, I, didn't know, I didn't even know that. <laughs> it's lit. <laughs> <laughs> it is lit. Okay. Oh, my God. Um Good mom's bed choice. Yeah, you can find us. You can find our podcast on all podcast platforms, Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio, wherever you listen to your podcast, searching Good Moms Bad Choices. You can find us on Instagram at Good Moms underscore Bad Choices. You should come to our LA show if you're in the LA area on March 28th. You can find tickets on our Instagram or on our website, goodmomsbadchoices.com. You should subscribe to our newsletter. And also our Patreon because we post two extra episodes a month on Patreon and some other sexy content you can't find on the interwebs. And <laughs> and because we're so explicit, apparently, you have to search us. You can't. You have. To, well, you can't search us. You can't. We're not. You have searchable. to go into your little space bar and write patreon.com backslash good moms bad choices. And you, and you can it. listen to uh, Adam and my episode on your podcast from uh, last time we were in L.A., which is still one of my favorite episodes. I loved yes. that. It was so fun. It was, it's called Forever is a very is a really fucking, fucking long time. Oh, yeah. What a perfect <laughs> title. That was so – you guys are so good at titles. I need That's to have all you, Erica. I, 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 will, uh, I need you to start writing our titles because I'm, <laughs> I'm like – Anxiety. <laughs> Anxiety stuff. Finance. <laughs> and then you guys are like, don't show him my nipples, bitch. <laughs> Call clickbait, baby. <laughs> You're so good. And I'm like, damn, I got to do that. Um, we are marriage martinis. I am just the – I'm the marriage part of the – no, I'm the martinis part of marriage and martinis. And you can find us at, at marriage and martinis on Instagram. We have a really fun Instagram and uh, anywhere you can get your podcasts. Um, we're not live anywhere yet but i am hoping that we will do it live sometime yes, soon we'll i will be keep, there yes we're always encouraging that please do it, will, it. it will be from uh 4 30 p.m to 6 30 p.m that would be the perfect that's the perfect live are you kidding me don't worry there will be ramps so that you don't have to take the stairs. shut up i can't stand you <laughs> It will be all 40 plus success. Sponsored by Uber. <laughs> Sponsored by, um, what's the, um, mer- mer- what's the, um, what do you take when you have like, uh, 
acid reflux like old people have. What's oh, it called? Is it? Ma- no, Miralax. What is it? <laughs> Shut <That's really> up. <laughs> Yeah, uh, you yeah. party us under the fucking table last time you're in LA, so I don't want to hear that shit. I did. <laughs> I'm still making up for it. All right, bye, ladies. Bye. bye. See you next time. deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com